Oh, hallelujah. If we just dismissed and went home right now, I think it would have been good to come, right, and be here and do these things. But since you're here, <laughs> and I'm here, right, <laughs> you know, swimmers swim and runners run and preachers preach. In Deuteronomy, the fifth chapter, I want us to go to some scripture today, and they'll put it up on the screen for us. Deuteronomy 5 and 16. You know, we, uh, we have days that we have set aside to honor our mothers and to honor another day to honor our father. And this is good and right, but how many know these things shouldn't just be one day out of the year and something else on the other days of, or something contrary to that? So I want us to just look in the Word for a while about why we should honor father and mother what's involved in it what's connected to it how to do it and why we should do it in Deuteronomy 5.16 he said honor your father and your mother say that out loud everybody honor your father and your mother now we'll see this as we get further but the Bible refers to, to not only natural fathers and mothers, but spiritual fathers and mothers. So when we talk about these things, we're talking about both. Honoring your natural mother and father and honoring your spiritual father and mother. So he said, honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you. And that's not the end of the uh, sentence. Do it. For yourself. Amen. That's right. Right? Do it for yourself. Are you doing something for yourself when you're honoring your, your natural and spiritual mothers and fathers? According to the word, that your days may be prolonged. I think everybody's interested in living a long, full life. And that it may go well. With you, and now you know it's not just being down here a long time, but it's being down here a long time and it going well with you. Yes. Hallelujah! And that is part and parcel of honoring your father and mother. Now, what does honoring father and mother have to do with living a long time? You know. Do you believe a lot of people in this generation have no idea of this? Hmm? We live in a loose generation. We live in a disrespectful generation. A lot of things have been lost in the 60s and 70s and, and to, the, to this date. And we have now a third generation of folks that they don't know respect and honor because they weren't taught respect and honor because their parents didn't have it, didn't know it. And yet, a lot of times folks don't see it. They don't know what they don't know. So they don't realize what they're doing and what they're not doing is not, is not good, it's not respectful because they, they haven't seen the light on it. They don't know the difference. 
But the Bible has not changed. It's always been this way. And you and I are to be a light. A light in a dark world. So we don't have to be conformed to this world. We don't have to be disrespectful. We don't have to be dishonoring. We can be, we're supposed to be different. We're supposed to stand out and be different. So when other people are railing and using crude language and being disrespectful and being too casual, let them look at you funny when you say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, but don't change. And when you defer to people and you treat people with honor and respect, if they want to mock and make fun, uh, don't get mad. Uh, If anything, you feel sorry for them. Hmm? Because they don't see some things. But don't change because they could learn some things and come on board. Being respectful and showing honor, us, our teenagers, our children, in, in our schools and in all the things that are going on in the community is a part of our light and our witness. We've had people, and I believe we'll ha- we're having the same thing here and will have, but we've already had in Branson, we've been there for 12 years now, and we've had people, uh, teachers and uh, from the school system and, and coaches and people contact the school and say, what are y'all doing with your kids? What do y'all do? Your, your kids, your teenagers are the most respectful, the most excellent young men and young women. Man, that delights my heart to hear that. Doesn't it you? It reflects good on the parents. It reflects good on us. It reflects good on the Lord. Hmm? But all this disrespect is ungodly. We don't want to be like that. We don't want our teenagers and our kids to be like that. So what does this have to do? We live in a long time and things going good for you. This honoring of father and mother. Exodus 20 verse 12 says it again. This is one of the Ten Commandments. Exodus 20 verse 12 says, Honor your father and your mother that, in order that, your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God gives you. Honor your father and mother. Say it out loud again. Honor, Honor. your father and your mother. What's going to happen if you do that? Huh? Your days will be long. Longevity. You'll live a long time on the earth and it'll go good for you. Anybody in here believe the Bible besides me? Anybody in here interested to live in a long life and it going good for you the whole time? Are you? Well, then what should you be interested in also? You should be interested in finding out what is honor, how to honor, and show honor to both your natural and your spiritual fathers and mothers. Now, you'll find this mentioned again in Leviticus. You'll find it mentioned again in other places in Exodus. In fact, if you hit your mother and father, or father, or cursed them, it was a crime punishable by death under the law. If you raised your hand to your mother and hit your mother, the next thing that happened to you is you were executed. If you, if you punched your father, 
The next thing that happened was execution, death. What's that showing you? It's showing you how serious this is. How serious it is. <laughs> Got quiet in here on that one. <laughs> uh, go with me to Ephesians in the New Testament. Somebody might say, well, that's, that's just Old Testament. Well, no, the Word of God reveals light and truth. What's important? I mean, we thank God for the grace of God and the mercy and forgiveness, but truth hasn't changed. Right and wrong hasn't changed. Good and evil hasn't changed. We just get to enjoy mercy and forgiveness. In Ephesians 6, 1, now we're going to differentiate something here. Y'all all believing with me today? This is important. There's light here. There's truth. What will the truth do for you? Make you free. He said, children, do what? Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Keep going. And do what? Honor. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. What was the promise of what will happen if and when you honor your father and mother? Third time we're reading it. In the third place, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Now, is this true or not? If this is true, that if you'll honor your father and mother, you'll, it'll go well with you throughout your life and, and you'll live long on the earth. If that's true, then what would be true if you don't do it? Hmm? then the opposite would be true. A failure to show honor and respect would result in life being shortened and in it not going well for you. True or not? Honor your father and mother that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. There are reasons why people are cut short. Sometimes it's, it's ignorance. Sometimes it's blatant rebellion and disobedience. But a lot of times generations are doing things ignorantly and getting in trouble because they didn't give it, get it from the previous generation. Ignorance of the law of gravity will not protect you from it. <laughs> Will it? <laughs> Let's say you'd never been on a planet with gravity. But you come here to earth. And you step off the balcony of a ten-story building. What's going to happen? Huh? What's going to happen if you're a man? Go down. What if you're a woman? What if you're young? What if you're old? Black, white, educated, uneducated, rich, poor. Gravity, that's the reason I say all that. A law works for everybody the same all the time, irregardless. Hmm? Why? That's a law. 
And if as you're plummeting down past floor three, <laughs> and you said, but I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Pow. Splat. <laughs> Ignorance of a thing won't protect you from it. People say ignorance is bliss. Mm, ignorance is dangerous. Hmm? What if you didn't know any better than to pet rattlesnakes? Oh, pretty. Ah! I didn't know. Well, you're still in trouble. Right? And we, we have a whole generation that's ignorant of honor and respect, but it's still costing people. Even though they're ignorant. And part of the cost is it not going well with you. And in not making your full term of life down here. Which are connected. If things are not going well with you. The sheer stress of that will shorten your life. Cut you short. Now why would some of these. Why would these things be true. And why are they connected. You've heard it before, but let's uh, let's read it again. First Samuel two thirty. Just put it up on the screen for us. You don't have to turn there. First Samuel two thirty. The latter part of it. We've been on this. We're going to stay on it. The Lord said, "Them that honor me, I will honor. They that despise me shall be lightly esteemed." What's the Lord going to do with those that honor Him? He's going to honor them. Well, what if you don't honor Him? Will He honor you anyway? No. No. Something different's going to happen with you than with the people that honor Him. Hmm? Now, I know a lot of folks don't like that. A lot of people, they like a blanket socialist gospel. That everybody's going to be blessed and everything's going to be great for everybody. No matter what you do or don't do. No matter what you believe or don't believe. It's not the Bible. It's not true. If you'll believe the Lord and follow Him. Trust Him and go with Him. You'll eat the good of the land. If you honor Him, He'll honor you. If you rebel against Him, the way of the transgressor is hard. Right? It's not going to go good. Now, with this in mind, go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 91. I know this may not be a traditional Mother's Day message, but you shouldn't be shocked about that either. <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what are we looking for around here? We're looking for light. We're looking for truth. We're looking to please God. Amen. Right? Amen. Not just checking a box. Saying <laughs> so we went to church on Mother's Day, check. We said, God bless Mother, check. Great, we're good to go. There's more to it than that. In, uh, in Psalm 91, toward the end of the psalm, let's see. Oh, down about verse 15. He said, the Lord said, that the man that trusts in him will call upon him. And what will the Lord do? I will answer him. And we talked about this during the song service. 
I'll be with him in trouble. That's not the end. I will deliver him. Get this next phrase. I will deliver him and honor him. Look at the very next verse. With long life. I'll satisfy him and show him my salvation. A long life and a good life and a fruitful life is God honoring you. If you're able to make it further than somebody else did, if you're able to make it better than somebody else did, it's not because you're so pretty and you're so smart. And you're just a superior human being. Mm -mm. No, it's not. Not because you're smarter or better. It's because you honored God more. And if you honor Him more, what's He going to do? Come on, what's He going to do? He's going to honor you. When you get healed and overcome something that somebody else died of, that's God honoring you. Is that when you when you get your bills paid where somebody else went under and lost it, you don't you shouldn't start bragging on yourself. You should give thanks to God. It was by his mercy. And he wants to show mercy and grace to everybody, but there's a world full of people that's got no time for him and they don't respect him at all, nor his things. So the door is closed to him honoring them. Didn't the Bible say, Behold, I stand at the door. And what? He didn't say, I'm kicking this door down. I'm coming in whether you like it or not. There's people that preach that. I've had people come up to me and say, Well, now, when the Almighty gets ready for you to do it, you're going to do it by God. See, they're, they're, they're wanting to cuss. It's a wrong spirit. And I just smiled and said, No, he's not. He's not going to make you do what you're supposed to do. He will let you do the opposite of his will. Hmm? He will. He'll protect your right to rebel against him and go to hell. That's never his will. People say, well, I just don't understand that. How could a loving God choose for some to go to heaven and some to go to hell? It's not his choice. I said it's not his choice it's our choice it's our choice he's not making this choice for us I just believe God's in control of everybody well you believe wrong he is the almighty and in his omniscience and his power he's given us the choice right thank God Anybody here beside me thanking God that he helped us to make the choice for him and with him? Do you want to honor him? I have a desire. We we prayed this some months back. I'm in faith about it. Be in faith with us together. I'm believing God to show us how to honor him more than we ever have. In our lives, in our marriages, our families, our homes, our church, our services, our finances. Yes. Yes. Are you believing with me? Yes. Come on, a lot of folks might not have been there for that prayer. You join with me right now. Say it out loud. Father God, Father God we're, asking you, we're asking you, agreeing together, agreeing together concerning this. Concerning this. Teach, us, Teach us, show us how, show us how to, honor you to honor you 
more than we ever have. And we thank you that you said when we do, you would honor us. Hallelujah. 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 Well, what does honor him honoring us look like? Well, among other things, it's him helping you through life. It ain't going to go well with you unless he's helping you. Right? And you're not going to make it from here to your full measure of life without some help from him. There's 10,000 things could kill you before next weekend. Right? More than that. We got to, that, isn't that the whole 91st Psalm? What's that whole 91st Psalm about? Protection. Protection from plagues, from diseases, from enemy, from uh, violence, from storms, from all this stuff. Uh, There's no wonder it says at the end, with long life, he'll satisfy me. There's no way you'd make it to long life, right? Unless God had protected you and healed you and kept you and and raised you up. And what did he say? That this longevity is part of him honoring you. And why is he able to honor you more than some other folks? Because you honored him more than some other folks. The two are tied directly together. Well, what does that have to do with honoring father and mother? Huh? Can you see? It definitely has to do with honoring God. Right? Here's the big thing a lot of folks have not gotten. If you honor whom God said to honor, you're honoring him. You're doing what you're doing, not just for their humanity's sake, but because he's their choice in your life. See, you could have been born anywhere in the world. You could have been born any time in the world or to any set of parents. But that's God's choice. I know it might not have worked out perfectly, and that part wasn't his fault. That's because mom and daddy had a choice too, right? But the fact that you exist, that you were born, at least part of that was God's plan and God's choice. And and nobody with, with, with understanding would claim that father has always thought and said and done everything perfectly or that mother has always done everything perfectly. He didn't say you had to respect and honor everything mother and father ever said or did. You should honor fatherhood, honor motherhood, honor that place in your life. God has given people places in your life, and if you don't respect that, you don't respect him. And if you don't honor him, if you despise that, you're despising him and you'll be lightly esteemed and miss out on some things and be disqualified from some things. I know years ago the Lord helped me to begin to perceive some of these things. And uh, I don't claim to have done it perfectly. Don't misunderstand me. I'm I'm growing in it. Uh, You just heard me pray, right? We're believing God to learn more about this than we ever have. And that's the start of it, not assuming you know it. 
How many believe we need to learn some things about honoring God and honoring whom he says to honor? And didn't the master say, inasmuch as you've done it to the least of these, you did it to me. He takes it personally. If you honor whom he, he says, if you receive whom I sent, you receive me. And if you receive me, you receive the one that sent me. It's connected to him. That's why honoring father and mother is such a big deal is because God takes it personally Amen. that you're honoring him. Why does fatherhood exist? Why does motherhood exist? Because a father God exists. And the qualities of mother are in God. And he's ordained that there be mothers and fathers that love each other and love the kids and there be families. That's his plan. It reveals him. We're not saying we know mother, father and mother are human and imperfect. But especially the more a father or mother yields to the Lord and acts like the master, we see God in them. Huh? We see the strength of God, the wisdom of God, the goodness of God, the kindness of God, the mercy of God in our fathers and our mothers, especially the more godly they are. And if we don't respect that and we don't honor that, then we don't honor God himself because that's part of him coming through them, coming out of them. <coughs> Turn with me, please. You got just a few more minutes. Turn with me, please, to uh, the book of Luke. You're going to Luke 2. Put back on the screen for us Ephesians 6 and 1. Let's distinguish some things. Verse 1, you're going to Luke 2. But verse 1 in Ephesians 6 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Then the next verse says, Honor your father and mother. Now, some have misunderstood and interpreted this that anything your father or mother told you to do, you have to do it the rest of your life. Well, that's just not true. Notice verse 1. Verse 1. What's the first word? Children. Are you a child? <laughs> if you're a child, you should obey your parents. If you're an adult, look at verse 2. You should do what? Honor. Obey is not the same as honor. Honor is not the same as obey. Now, good parents are going to wean their children off of them onto the Holy Spirit as soon as they're able. I said good parents, wise parents, strong parents, secure parents are going to do that. As soon as the child's able to understand more, you know, I, I thank God. My dad, he'd have been the first to tell you, he didn't live a very godly life in the beginning days of our uh, family, but he grew up in a, in a strong Christian home. I told you about my grandmother. Yeah. And, uh, 
And then later on, he, he got born again when I was 12. It was, it was actually a great experience. Uh, he, he, he went down the aisle for an altar call in, in a, a good Baptist church. And uh, I so respected my dad, I thought, well, if he needs to go, I probably need to go too. And I got up and followed him and, uh, and got born again on the same day he did. Well, see, me respecting my dad led to my salvation. Can you see that? And it's been going well with me, too. I'm expecting to live a long time, too. You know, this is not just something to talk about. This is something to practice. I know uh, just a few months ago, uh, we had needed a vehicle here in Florida. We, we, We bought one that had a lot of miles on it. And we're just, you know, we're putting the church first and taking care of all that first. And we're just believing that we'll, we'll get there. And, and, and a year passed and two years passed and, and more. And we still didn't have it. And something came up and somebody sold some money to us personally. We thought, glory to God, that's just enough to get a nice vehicle. Amen. And the Lord dealt with me about my mother. And he said, get hers first. And you'll be honoring me. Come on, are y'all listening to me now? Get hers first. Not to say you can't get yours. You're going to get yours. But, and, and I, got, I just got greater revelation of it. Yes, I love my mother. Yes, I want her to be in good shape. But this is bigger than that. I said, this is bigger than that. The Lord's telling me, if you do that, you'll be honoring me. You'll be putting me first instead of you. So we did. It was great. It was wonderful. She got to go over, pick out exactly what she wanted. And thank God we were able to just pay for it. Thank you, Lord. She's been enjoying it thoroughly. It's nice. It's very nice. Brand spanking new. And you know, it wasn't four, five months, I guess. We had a new one sitting in our garage too. Thank the Lord. But which comes first? Now see, a lot of folks don't think that way, do they? They don't practice that way. And it's not about some sense of duty and some sense of obligation. And it's not because somebody nagged you and pulled on you. This is about honor. It's not about any of that. It's not about guilt. Guilt, this guilt stuff is not of God. Hmm? And parents, don't pull on your kids to do stuff for you. That's not faith on your part. Well, after all I've done for them, they owe me. Then you never gave them anything. You want your pay. If you gave it to them, no strings. Is that right? If you gave it to them, they owe you nothing. Right? Right? Besides that, they're not your source anyway. Right? It doesn't have to come through them for you to get it. But we're having fun now, aren't we? (laughs) And children, uh, uh, your parents are not your source. Hmm? Their name's not El Shaddai. And wise parents will wean the child off of you. Now, now certainly when they're truly a child, they're dependent on you. 
completely and then not as much and then not as much and then it's not as much and supposed to be then not at all. But a lot of parents, uh, you know, they're too insecure to handle that properly. And they will purposely do things to keep their kids dependent on them. And it's wrong. I said, it's wrong. It's ungodly. And, and Phyllis and I just shake our heads and we feel for some of these kids. We see kids go off to college and they can't even make a decision about what clothes to wear. Hmm? Have to call mama five times a day to make it through. That's pitiful. I said, that's pitiful. And if things go according to just the regular cycles of the earth, uh, there's going to be a time soon you're not going to be there for them. What are they going to do? Hmm? And there's all kind of things in their life you cannot produce for them. You cannot do. You cannot fix. But we know who can. So if you're wise, even as a young boy and as a young girl, you will train them not to be so dependent on you. Train them to look to the Lord. Train them to hear from Him. Right? Release their faith. (laughs) We had a little girl precious little thing back in years ago when we first started doing the uh, vision list in Branson now we do it both places and the kids do it too the little ones they put I mean it's some of the uh, sweetest things you ever heard one little girl gave all her yellow ribbons to another little girl because she's believing for pink ribbons (laughs) precious and got them too and this one little girl she this was years ago and she's into this Dora the Explorer stuff Big time. And this was years ago when some of that was first coming up. And so uh, she wanted some stuff. She put it on her list. Well, the stuff she put on her list didn't exist. Like she wanted a door of this. Well, they didn't make a door thing like that. And a door of that and a door of this. And her parents were scratching their head. Of course, parents have to watch. They, they try to be the provider. Big mistake. Let that child's faith work. Don't you get in there and try to make it happen. Well, uh, it, you know, time went by, time went by, and, and the little girl was undeterred. She's like, no, we're getting this. You know what they did? They started making that stuff. <laughs> they started making that stuff. And, and, and mama and daddy didn't buy it for her. It came through another channel. And it came right to her. And she knew. I'm telling you, friends, this, this will do so much for a kid. Uh, when, 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 when she got it, she knows. The Easter Bunny didn't give her this. Santa Claus didn't give her this. Mama didn't give her this. The Lord got this to her. And if you know how to get this, you can know how to get anything from Him. Because He's unlimited. And it wasn't but a few months after that, something came up and, and, and the mother told the daughter, well, you know, we don't have that right now. And so she reached over and took her hand and said, that's all right, mama. God will get it for me. <laughs> She's not limited to mama. None of us need to be limited to daddy or mama or family or the government or our job. Come on, are you listening? We need to be connected to the unlimited. Oh, hallelujah. The El Shaddai, the Jehovah Jireh. That needs to start when you're young. I thought I was talking about my dad. That's how we got off onto this. He's in heaven now. And like I said, he didn't claim to do everything right. 
but he did have some godly qualities about him even in those early days growing up the way he did. And uh, I remember as a young boy coming to him. And I'd say, well, what about this? And, I, and, and what should I do? He said, well, what do you think you should do? I'm thinking, what? Because <laughs> he's always just told me, you know. And he quit telling me. And he, he let me make some mistakes. He let me waste my money on some junky stuff. <laughs> but did I need to learn that lesson? Better I learn it now than learn it on something bigger. And more serious. And friend, can you begin to see what's happening? If I learn how to respect my daddy and my mother, then I will know how to respect my teachers at school. I'll know how to respect my coaches. I'll know how to respect the policemen. Right? I'll know how, and when I get a job, I'll know how to respect my employer or my supervisor. Is it going to make any difference in my life if I'm respectful and deferential and show honor or what if I what if I try to fight and get in the highway patrolman's face could that cause things to go ill for me what if I come in and cuss out my supervisor could that could that cause me to get fired and maybe here's a place God put me and in 5 years I'm supposed to be running the company now I'm on the street Can you see what? Is this is much bigger than mother and father naturally and spiritually. If you don't learn these lessons with mother and father, you're not going to get it right with God. And then you're not going to get it right in life. Thing after thing, you're going to fail tests. And it's going to bite you. And it's going to cost you. But every child should know this by the time they're five years old. Right? You don't talk like that to mama. I never forget. We used to go to Grandma's house on Sunday for some. We called it dinner in the South, evening meal, supper, <laughs> and uh, Grandmother's house. And some of my re- visiting relatives came over, and they th- they had three kids, and man, they were terrors. <laughs> and me and my little brother, we're sitting at the table, and uh, uh, my grandmother was. Typical old school southern hospitality. She kept bringing stuff through the whole meal. Keep putting this. I mean, the counters are covered. The table's covered. She's still bringing stuff out. Would you like some of this? And so they, they took somebody, one of, these, one of these boys, and said, here. And he said, ew, no, yuck. I don't want any. My brother looked at me. I looked at him. We thought, he's going to catch it, man. He's going to get it. Oh, say what? What? At grandma's table? You go, you, you, yuck? We thought, we're about to see somebody get a tie, uh, uh, get their hide tanned. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. Get, get a whooping. Get discipline. And you know, we were even more shocked when nothing happened. Not ever, not a correction. Nothing. And looking back, it did not go well for those kids. Hmm? Because they did the same thing at school. And they did the same thing with the coaches. They did the same thing with policemen. They did the same thing with their employers. 
And if you keep doing that, not only is it not going to go well with you, all that stress and all that problem is going to take its toll on you. Spiritually, mentally, physically, you're not going to make your full run in life down here. Can you see this, saints? Can you see this, saints? So it's much more than just making much of a man or woman. It's making much of God and honoring what He has done. And if you'll honor Him, He'll honor you. Glory to God. I don't know if I got time to do all this. Huh? Amen. Amen. You might have had enough right now. What do you think? Huh? Come on. Come on. Come on. Hmm. <laughs> I tell you what, let's do it this way. Let's cut off some time. Go to First Kings two. Anybody in here hungry to learn more about how to honor? Honor God. And it can't be just this, you know, uh, idea that I honor God. You honor God by honoring people Amen. that he's put in your life. Yeah. Imperfect people. People that make mistakes. And you may not be able to appreciate and respect everything a person says or does, but you got to respect that place that God gave them in your life. Yep. Or you disrespect God himself. And so no, as an adult, parents shouldn't be trying to dictate and run their children's lives. That's wrong. Hmm? And as an adult, you should be led by the Spirit. You may not agree with everything father or mother says, but if the Lord's leading you as an adult, not to do something that they're trying to tell you to do, how many know you can disagree without being disrespectful? That's right. Right? Amen. Hmm? Yes. Be respectful. Show respect. Show respect. Amen. Show honor. Do you know Jesus interpreted honoring father and mother as doing things for them financially and materially? Go back there and read that. He did. In the gospel accounts, more than once it's referred to uh, throughout the four accounts of doing things for mother and father financially and materially. And that's what the Lord reminded me again with this car thing with my mother. We've done some things for my mom, a, a, a number of things through the years uh, and on a continuous basis. But he reminded me, you'll be putting me first and honoring me by doing hers first ahead of yours. It's easy to put yourself first. Right? Think about what you want, what you want to do. But uh, if you want God to get more involved in your business, right? Then you want to honor Him more. And these are ways that you do it. In 1 Kings 2, I want you to notice this. Solomon had become king. His brother thought he was going to be king and tried to set himself up to be king, but David was still alive and he and the prophet and others uh, put Solomon in. Well, it, that stuck in his brother's cross, so to speak, and he, uh, he went to Solomon's mother and tried to influence her to go ask Solomon 
for one of the king's wives. And, and really this is a political play. He's wanting public acknowledgement that he has right to, put to the, the throne and to royalty and the king's things. And so Bathsheba actually should have just told him no. Solomon's mother should have told him no. But for whatever reasons, she went in to see her son Solomon, who's now the king, in the throne room. And 1 Kings 2.19, when she came in, Bathsheba went to the king Solomon to speak to him for Adonijah. And what happened? The king rose up to meet her. He's the king. In the throne room, the king doesn't get up when you come in. But this is mother. Hmm? This is mother. So even though he's the king, how many know you don't get too big for your mother? No matter what has happened in your life, if you hadn't have got started, you wouldn't have got here. Somebody changed your dirty diaper. Somebody wiped your little dirty nose. Come on, are you listening? Somebody fed you and got you from there to here, to here, to here, so you could get to here. Both naturally and spiritually. And you never want to forget that. You never want to forget or treat lightly the people that God has used in your life. To get you from here to there and from here to there. You always want to honor it. Maybe you don't agree with everything they say and do. Maybe your beliefs are different on some things. That doesn't mean you can't honor them. Right? You don't have to uh, argue. I heard somebody the other day say something. I thought it was really good. They, uh, obviously, they were not agreeing with what this elder person was saying. But they just kept quiet, just kept quiet. Just kept quiet. And finally, they, they, they came to a start. And, and actually, uh, the older person was off on some stuff. But they just smiled and said, I defer to your greater experience. <laughs> and they went on to another subject. That's respectful. I said, that's respectful. That's respectful. And so the king got up to meet her. And he bowed himself to her. He's the king. He's got the crown. He's got the robes. He's got the staff. Here he is bowing in front of his mother. And then he sat down on his throne and had him bring up a seat to sit with him by the throne on his right hand for his mother. How do you honor father, mother, whoever God says to honor? You treat them as important. You treat them as valuable, significant, important, more important than some other things. Hmm? The word honor means weighty, and it has to do with what you value a lot, what's important to you. And in doing this with people that God says to honor, what you're actually doing is you're showing other people God's important to me. God's things are important to me. Well, after all this, verse 20, she said, I desire one small petition of you. I pray you, don't tell me no. Now, you've got to watch about this, don't you? 
I'm going to ask you something. Don't say no. <laughs> and the king said, ask on my mother. I will not say you know. She said, let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah, your brother, to wife. So he realizes she's not asking for herself. She's asking for Adonijah. Adonijah has an agenda. Keep going. King Solomon answered and said to his mother, Well, you're my mother, so I have to do it. He's not a child any longer. Right? This involves the country. What did he say? He said, Why do you ask Abishag the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him the kingdom too. He is my elder brother. And for Abiathar the priest and Joab the son of Zeruiah, he knew they were in collaboration on this. See, God gave Solomon wisdom, insight. Keep going. And so I won't read the rest of it, but Solomon did not do what his mother asked him to do. And yet, did he honor her? He did honor her. She shouldn't have asked that. You'll see it with Jesus. When he was 12 years old, you remember? He stayed behind talking to the, the scribes. And, and they didn't know where he was. And they looked for him and looked for him. And finally, when his mother found him, she said, Boy, what did you do this to us for? And he said, Well, didn't you know I was supposed to be about my father's business? But the Bible said he submitted himself to her and went with them immediately. If anybody would have had a right to say, look, I know what's going on more than you do, mom and daddy. So you just need to quit trying to hold me back. Now, I got things to do, but that would have been a bad example. He's 12 years old. He is young. He's supposed to obey his parents. Come on, are you listening? And so he did. He did. He obeyed. He obeyed his mother. He followed along behind them, went back to the house, did what they told him to do. But then when he's 30 plus years old, he's not a child anymore. Mama and the brothers come to a meeting and they won't even go inside to the service. They stand outside the door and send for him to come. And the reason they send for him to come out to them is because they've decided he's lost it. He's gone off the deep end. Anybody with me or not? He's beside himself, the scripture said. And did you know Jesus didn't even go out? Hmm? He didn't do what they told him to do. Because they shouldn't have been telling him that. Can you honor someone as an adult without letting them run your life? Yes, yes you can. And that's not just mother or father. That's, that's anybody. But you should always show that deference and that respect. Why? Because of who they are and what they are in your life. It's the ordained of God. It's His choice. And you'll ne- nobody else will ever be that. Right? We've all made mistakes and come short. But if we're going to honor God, we've got to honor the God who gave them that place in our lives. And what will happen when we do that? It will grow in you. It will develop in you. You'll just be more respectful in general. You'll just treat people with more respect 
and, and more deference and more reverence. And you'll treat authorities and you'll treat God's anointed and God's called and God's things. And you know what will happen to you? That honor in your life will come up and you'll open the door for God to honor you more. He'll begin to do things for you that you don't see happen for everybody. Come on. He'll begin to spare you and keep you. Do you believe the Bible? Do you believe the Bible? And it will go well with you. Thank you, Lord. Yes. How many like that? Man, I like that. It'll go well with you. Not ill with you. Not bad for you. It'll go well with you. And with long life, I'll satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. Stand on your feet, everybody. Let's lift up our hands. Let's thank the Lord that he's not leaving us in the dark, not leaving us in ignorance, but he's enlightening us. He's showing us what's him and what's not him, what's good and what's right. Hallelujah, Lord, we worship you. Come on, lift up your hands. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Let's go ahead and sing that, guys. To the king's immortal Is it more the only God Beyond every glory forever Oh, hallelujah Right now.